All right, I'd say we're getting better at this. You know, we get off topic every now and then, but we're trying We're trying our best still. Shimmy Fogel, you guys need to shut up sometimes and stay on track, not talk about sports. Hey, man, we're just talking about the paper. Hey, man. A key. Hey, man. A key thing to podcasts is being yourself, and I'm not trying to act like somebody else here. I'm being myself. Yeah, me and Fogel will get off topic on the daily. On um, and every, we make it work. Second. We make it work. Yeah. I come, I come in here and suffer through coffee every Tuesday just to see your great faces. No, thanks, man. I appreciate every that. Every time you come in here, you just complain. He doesn't like coffee. Did you put creamer in that? Yeah, you got yeah. creamer. You got creamer. You're lactose. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jimmy. Roll the intro. Good morning. Welcome back to the Roast Session, where we sip coffee and try to solve world problems. Not really. We're trying um, to solve world problems now? Yes. I'm not the man for the job. <laughs> I think Fogel is. Yeah, I got a, I got a great attitude for fixing this world. Yep. Yep. Um, Sleep through it. And real just quick. I, so I went home this last weekend, and I was doing some work at a coffee shop called 392. It's, it's a really cool, like kind of like hipster coffee shop. And I got this. I had it in my notes. It's but basically it was a it was a latte. It was a pumpkin uh, roasted butternut latte, and that I, I I it was good. It was so good that I had to go back up. I had to talk about it on this podcast. I also got this um, sandwich. Here it is. It's called the Heavenly Mama, which is an egg bacon gouda. Had house aioli and was made on homemade brioche. It, it melted it in my mouth. It was really good. So I just wanted to give them a little shout out from back home in the. Quad cities, the deep port, and Iowa, Iowa guy, Iowa Gox. Uh, no. But anyway, you can follow them on their social media at 392 Cafe on Twitter, and then they have a specifically uh, one tailored for Davenport, which is 392 Deport on Instagram. I so, have a question. What's up? Is 392 like the, the area code? No, it's actually 309. But I don't know. I you know what? I should do my research and figure out why they call it 392. That's pretty. I like the name. But um, yeah, no, it's a really good coffee shop. So I want to give them a shout out. Um, but the coffee that we got this morning was not as fancy, but we did it in honor of our general manager, John Plevka. Uh, we got Circle K coffee, and I think all around the table, we're, we're loving it. Isn't that right, Fogo? We're, we're loving this coffee. It's too hot, <laughs> and it just sucks. Uh, it's just, no tip. I'm literally washing it down with this banana I bought. <laughs> Take a sip of the coffee, and then I want your first reaction to the taste. Was it technically his first reaction? No, but... No, I've drank it three okay. times. It's the same thing every time. It's a little hot on the tongue, and it's just bland. Or remind, have you seen the movie Open Season? Just where the color. deer's in the trash can, takes a sip of coffee, like, ugh. That's, ugh. Me. that's me right now. It's like, mm, this is good. <laughs> no, that's not me. That's not me. <laughs> that's folk. That's how I end up being folk. You're, you're one of these sessions, like, mm, this is good. This is just straight black coffee, man. It's just... It's not black coffee. It's cream. No cream. It does... <sighs> All right, but anyways, so Circle K in honor of John Plufka... So for this morning's wake-up call, we're going to call the man, the myth, the legend, the man himself, the boss. <laughs> the GM. The GM of the Vedette, John Plevka. Let's see if he picks up. JP, Jabers Peepers. Jabers Peepers. J Plev. If it's ever going to start, you know. I believe it's Twitter is at J Plevka. Oh, Go give him a follow. That is correct.
You there, JP? I am. How you doing? Not too bad. How about yourself? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, we can hear you just fine. How's your car drive this morning? It's good. You know, I mean, I'm right. I'm, I'm in the rural area here in some cornfields. They're bringing in the corn. It's, a, it's kind of a sad time of year, but it's also... I like watching them bring in the crops. I'm an old country boy from Kansas, so driving through the rural roads is a nice thing. I'm not up to the interstate yet, so I'm just, there's some cows over here, there's a pond, there's a combine, so I'm feeling at home. For sure. I would say the, the sunrise this morning, too, was looking pretty good. Yeah, it's a good time of year for that. Sunrise and sunset. Beautiful moon the last few nights, too. Get rid of the stupid clouds, and we're good. There we go. So I don't know if we told you yesterday, but today the, the reason we called you is because we're having a Circle K coffee morning. That is our coffee yep, of yep. choice. So why why are you why do you drink Circle K religiously? What what is it about Circle K that you love? Uh, well, I mean it's good. I mean it's good A and B. Uh, probably more importantly, it's cheap. And I'm a cheap guy. Uh, being in the newspaper business for many years and being married to a teacher, you know, yeah. Just scrimp wherever you can, man. So I was born cheap, and I'm still cheap. And I can get my medium coffee at Circle K on Main for like a buck fifty-four, man. And it's a medium-sized cup, and a lot of times I can't even finish it. There's, you know, I mean, it's plentiful, it's good, it's rich. I drink it black, no, uh, no foo-foo stuff, no cream, no sugar, man. I mean, it's just black and hot, and I get my my caffeine buzz, and I'm good to go. 11 a.m., man. Is there any specific blend or that you get? The house blend. I mean, they've got a couple others. I've tried them. I'm just not crazy about them. I, uh, there's some, you know, they always do like the seasonal spicy thing. And it's like, I might have one of those randomly, but, uh, I don't know. It seems like sometimes they're a little more acidy or something. Uh, you know, it's a little nasty aftertaste that I'm not too crazy about. I'm following a truck now who's like going six miles an hour here. Two lane highways are fun until you get behind a truck and you can't pass. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's a good bargain, you know? I mean, I and it's self-serve. They, it used to have, uh, you know, like they would make it early in the, and have it in the urns, and you kind of pour it yourself. And that was always kind of a crapshoot. If, if you got lucky and they just brewed it, it was it was decent. If it's been sitting there for a while, it, you know, it kind of gets that nasty sort of bitterness or whatever. Coffee's sitting around too long. But this now, about a, this guy is slowing down. Now we're going like one mile an hour here on a curve. Um uh, but they've turned on, or, you know, they, they, I don't know, it was a year or so ago, the Circle K's, at least the local ones, added, like, a, it's like almost a Keurig machine. It's got, like, a grinder on it, and uh, so it's, you, you press a couple of buttons, and, you know, boom, it brews it right there just like a Keurig, and so, I mean, it's, it's consistently fresh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's good. I, I'm always kind of in a hurry, uh, so I kind of groan when I thought, crap, I have to wait now, you know, like an extra six seconds or whatever it takes to do this stupid thing, but... Uh, it's worth it. I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's consistently fresh, whereas before, you know, I mean, you never knew. It was just you pour it from a thing, and it might have been there for six hours or six minutes or whatever. But uh, this is this is good, and, and the prices are still, you know, are cheap, and I'm a cheap guy, so... JP, I can definitely get behind that cheap aspect there, but this, how do you start your day with this black coffee? This This just sucks. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Well, I see, I, that's the thing, too. Now, I used to drink, uh, I mean, back in the day, I mean, the combo, 
uh, black coffee and Marlboro cigarettes, man. You know, I mean, that was, I, I got my nicotine and my caffeine, and I was buzzed for, you know, I would sit then and get off work at midnight or whatever, working for morning newspapers, and we were good to go for another three or four hours of beer drinking at that point, you know, so you get all buzzed up on that stuff, but we might have to implement that. a long time ago, and I can't do that. I, you know, I gave up cigarettes when I, I quit, quit cold turkey when I turned 35, like five years ago, I guess that was. So, <laughs> no, I mean, that's been longer than that, 34, like 30. But, you know, I continue to drink coffee, but I've had to dial back the caffeine. Uh, I, and that 11 o'clock cup I have at work that I religiously, you know, trudge over to the, uh, from the good old Fidette building over to our fabulous Circle K, which, by the way, it's a really good Circle K. I mean, it's clean. The people are super friendly. Uh, you know, they're really good about the masks. Uh, everything, I, it's just a good store, and I like to try to support those guys, too. I mean, those are hardworking people. I know nobody's getting rich that works there, and I like to try to support them. And there were some, you know, and even some of the customers. It's kind of fun to have a little bit of social interaction. There were some, uh, a couple of ISU soccer players in there the other day, and they couldn't get their credit card to work. So I paid for that. She had, two, they had like a couple polar pops and a, and a bottle of ranch dressing randomly. And so, you know, I sprung, I, I covered it for them. And, you know, it, it, it kind of made their day, you know, it makes me happy. So it's a little bit of social, you know, because I feel like we're kind of limited right now in that context. I mean, For I see sure. you guys a lot, but, you know, I don't see my students and a lot of the other people around campus and all that type of thing. So it's a little bit, it's an ounce of sort of socialization over there. And like I said, it's a, it's a good, clean store. But, yeah, that 11 o'clock, I cut it off at that because I, you know, older I get, I mean, I, I don't, I guess I don't sleep as well or whatever, and the caffeine kind of stays in my system. So I have to... I don't really drink any in the afternoons, and I don't drink. I cut out soda pop a year or so ago, so I don't get my Dr. Pepper buzz anymore. So yeah. that's kind of it. That's kind of the peak of my day. I started out with a couple of. I've got about a half a cup with me right now. There you I'm go. From home, and and that's just again. I know that's the Kroger uh, donut shop, man, and it's good, and it's yeah, it's it's always a little bit cheaper than like. You know, whatever the Starbucks carrigs or the Dunkin' carrots, yeah. stuff like that. And, I, and for my for my cheap taste, it's it's just as good and it's satisfying. And uh, but I will admit, I mean, thirty or so years without smoking cigarettes, there are there's a combine. Look at him go, man! He's gone to town there. Well, Pickle JP, there. I I, ha- I hate to cut you off, but at this point, we're gonna go with an hour and a half podcast. <laughs> yeah, I thought oh you only wanted God. the fifteen minute <laughs> podcast. What have you guys been? Nothing. Seriously, you're at the the beginning of the podcast. (laughs) I want to hear more about the combine. We're at uh, seven minutes now. More about the Marlboros. You guys are drinking too much coffee already. But did you get the papers delivered? All right. Yep. Coffee. Everything. Coffee. Papers delivered. But we're gonna keep this podcast going. We'll we'll see you here in a little bit. Sounds good. Go Circle K, man. Give them some support. We got you. Take care, JP. Thank you. And that was Javers Plebers. He likes to put an emphasis on short podcasts. The iconic this words will there. not be one. Iconic <laughs> words there <laughs> no. at the end. Go Circle K. But we love JP. Seriously, I mean, he, he's <laughs> one of the nicest guys, and will go out of his way for us. I'm so. curious. So true. I'm curious what Marlboros you used to smoke. Like Marlboro Reds, Greens. Probably, I, probably Reds. Probably Reds. That's More pretty standard. Than. All right, let's talk about the paper. We let's talk talked about, about the paper for one, long enough. Yeah, we talked about coffee long enough. But I, one of the big things in this paper, um, just something on page two and page four yes. about it is ISU's implementing a proctor track, um, which has raised a lot of issues with students. We It hasn't been like used too much yet, but now ISU um, 
It's been used by nurse nursing majors here. They are so they, far. They've used it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's. They have to. I I, I don't want it. I <laughs> haven't. They haven't seemed like it's horrible, but I mean, they're also not like, man, this thing helps. Yeah, us. I've heard issues of it being like too much, though. I've heard issues with teachers like you know, who aren't tech savvy having issues with it. Oh, students feel sure. like a breach of privacy, which is what uh, page four kind of focused on is how students are feeling about it. Um, but one thing I really hate that they're, the way that they describe it is that they're calling it a new online proctoring solution. Why are they calling it a solution? It's PR. But like, like why not call it uh, just a program? Like why, what was the, what was the problem? They're just trying to spin it so people freak out as little as possible. How's, that, how's that going for Not them? well at all. Everyone I know is super mad about this. Like, yeah. everyone. Uh, on page four, I think they said they have a petition going on right now and has, like, over 6,000 signatures on it. I don't think it's going to help, though. Haven't we already paid for it? Yeah. yeah. What are yeah. we going to do? I don't think there's anything any of us can do about it. The university point. got, like, a $4.3 million yeah. grant. And then the next day, and then they, they bought this. Proctor Tractor. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, worried. You guys have seen me in Zoom calls before during our meetings. I am moving all over the place. And yeah, I'm pretty sure one time you were, like, a tractor mowing lawn while we were on a Zoom call. That is true. Uh, I was on lawn mowing. Yeah. It's pretty... I, I agree, though. Like, I'm fidgety. Yeah. And, like, the slot, like if something moves, your yeah. eyes are going to move towards it. That's just... I swear I have, like, ADHD and, and I can't sit still. Mm. I can't, you know stare at a screen for however long and um but it's interesting so there's actually four levels um of services here on page two there's four levels of services um that can be purchased including proctor lock proctor auto proctor track q a and proctor live ai um i don't know what all those entail but basically i i'm guessing it's just different levels of um intensity with air quotations around that i want to say because like you know what i mean it's like different levels of being um used does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's here. Uh, an IT student worker. The sketchy part of it is that the homepage claims to have core access or the ability to have core access to your computer. Uh, Is it core access? Yeah, like it has, yep, to have core access to your computer. You're saying core or court? Core, like court. Oh, uh, that's like, still He thought court? you said court. Yeah, I thought no, you said court, like no, court of law, but like, still like court access, that sounds super sus. So that's why, I mean, the title of this is Enormous Breach of Privacy, um, and that's kind of the big thing with students. So you have the breach of privacy, you have students complaining about um, not being able to sit still and do stuff like that already. People have test anxiety already. So, um, and the, I would say the good thing about this, though, is that teachers don't have to use it. Yeah. It is it's just available for them to use if they want to use it. Um, but on, online school is already a piece of crap, but... To say it in a nice term. Yeah, to say it in a nice term. I try to keep it PG on here. Um, but it's again, it's just... Why do, I, I, I get it. I get it. We ISU's, says that ISU's been pretty well, you know, about handling um, students who aren't honest about taking tests and doing stuff like that. But... I mean, I haven't heard much about it. Is academic integrity like a, a huge issue at this point? I, I haven't heard anything sure. about that. Okay, but I'm sure everyone's cheating. I've also like heard a lot of professors are letting open notes. Yeah, okay, that is true. Yeah. Like, does ISU want us to fail? And I, I, I respect no, it, them it, for yes. wanting to it's keep the academic integrity, but like, it just seems like too much. Forcing a hand here and going a little too far in and my it opinion sounds like they can go like deep into our computer like if it's our core if it's our core stuff 
then that's like everything we have. That's mm-hmm. all the files we have saved. What if I write a column just trashing ISU? They not that they're probably not gonna, but what if they just log into it and like, hmm, that's cool. Yeah. You're expelled. Uh, no, dude, they, they could they could that. switch up my fantasy lineup and I wouldn't even know. Bro, if they switch up my fantasy lineup, hands will be thrown. Yeah. Where you at Larry Deeds? Just kidding. I'm not gonna assault Larry Deeds in any way, shape, or form. Anyways, uh it it, it says here too like they they can watch you through your computer camera. So, and I'm pretty and I'm pretty sure I read too somewhere that if you don't have a camera, you have to go out and buy a webcam so that they can watch you if your teacher does choose to implement uh, this. Once again, you're talking to college students who don't make enough money as it is to go buy a camera. Yeah. Because you forced us online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is backwards. That statement just made me sad. Yeah. And you have to you have you have to personally install the software. So what happens if I choose not to install the software? That's an idea. <laughs> like what? What are they gonna? Like then I guess does, that's does that affect my grade. Failure. What they fail me? Yeah, paying thousands of dollars that just goes down the drain because I didn't get a damn. You think they? You think they care? They're getting money. They don't care, bro. They obviously don't care because we're saying we're paying the same tuition. And we're teaching ourselves basically in every yeah. class, so yeah. they obviously don't care. Yeah, yeah. and is it like uh, another thing that says here on page four is that um, because we're downloading a software. We are more susceptible to like getting viruses and stuff on our computers. That right? is awesome. True. So I there's an issue there. Viruses. I don't know. I'm just not a fan. It's a bunch of horse crap. Sure, I'm eating a donut from Circle K. That I'll donut looks good. That it's donut. just a sprinkled chocolate. You a, needed a little livening up a little after, song, this, a little after that. Super random. Sugar. Out of the blue. Yeah, it was all the blue. There's there's my you know squirrel. Yeah, we should have eaten our uh, donuts during uh, the when we ate our, our drink Should've, of coffee. Yeah. But I ate my donut before what we even am- started. What's the amount of things you could also spend the money on that you just got in that grant and you spend it on this, which, had, I mean, hasn't been a huge concern thus far with other bigger concerns around. It's a head-scratcher, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. But um, they'll start using it mid-October, so middle of this month. They'll, I don't know if they'll start using it or they're going to start um, training professors to start using it, that kind of thing. But, yeah, just not a fan. Like, I get it. But I don't think we need to go there. I want to. Yeah. Do we have the exact number? How much they spent? I. No. I kind of skimmed through a little bit. No, I didn't see anything about how much they spent. It's always a mystery. It seems like. That'd been a nice little info. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I see he's just spending a. A lot of money right now. Yeah. Um, Can we get some? Well, yeah. Right. All the money we're given, they're just spending real fast. Um. We'll, we'll transition, you know, we can talk about that a lot. Yeah, I'm over Proctor. Yeah. You know another thing that ISU's spending what looks like a lot of money on? What? A Renovations nas- for a, buildings that no one's in? That's true, but a national search for their new AD. Oh, really? Because Larry Lyons is departing. Yeah. And we discussed this a little bit on the Red Brick Report me and Sermer did last week, but I've heard that a national search takes upwards of possibly 50 grand to triple digits. Wow, you're shitting me. You can't look for your own... Your own next employee, you have to spend, you have to drop fifty k to find someone. And I, that's that's an educated guess there, but I've I've talked to people within like that major, and tried to contact some people. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. For like that point, as well. Point being that there's spending. Too that's much a ballpark money. number. But yeah, whether whether it's fifty grand or however much, they're too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you got you got to replace the guy, but to hire a search firm to go all this length, possibly when you even have decent candidates internally, it's just it's a it's another head scratcher from this university. It's just. They're just throwing money away. Yeah, I would but, say this, this, this between ISU, you know, a week before classes start saying all online, the proctoring, money going to places that, you know, are kind of not right. 
I see us using a lot of student trust, and that goes back to the, the title of page four, uh, losing track of student trust with the AI proctoring. So, again, we'll, we'll, we won't dwell on it too much, but <coughs> we want to keep you guys informed, kind of in the loop, share our opinion. Um, midterms coming up, so that's, that's on page five. So, Are you okay, man? The hot coffee went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> uh, it's also National Latinx Heritage Month. Um, yeah. So there's some stuff about that on page six. A really cool little thing from Andrea Ricker, our features editor. Um, here's a few shows by Latinx creators to check out. Uh, One Day at a Time, Diary of a Future President, The House of Flowers, is that, is that Vida? Vida? V-I-D-A, and Don't Breathe. So... Check that out on page six. There's, there's I have seen Don't Breathe. Yeah, I have too. That's see. How is how is it? Eh. It's a little scary, but really, I just the concept is. I mean, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. It is pretty weird. It's a horror thriller. So. But I mean, you got to be innovative in horror movies. I guess. That's true. You got to do new stuff. Yeah. I kind of feel like they went like a Bird Box. Or is that what that movie was called? Was yeah, well, I haven't seen that. It reminds me of Bird Box. Kind of. Seen it? I mean, kind of, because like the thing is, they can't make noise or they get attacked and like. Is that where they row the boat down the river? With yeah, blindfolds they have like on? the blindfolds. Yeah, you can't see it or they die or something. So kind of like parallels, like senses. Mm-hmm. And we just got off topic. Yeah, it's kind of related. I mean, don't breathe. You know, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a new vedette podcaster, um, Cambrin Kelly. She's actually my Com One Sixty Five class with uh, Jaber's Peepers. Yeah, that's Papa. how uh, JP convinced her to start this podcast. So uh, her. Podcast goes over. Is, is this the bilingual one? Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. She wants to be a bilingual reporter. What does B I P O C mean? Can anybody tell me? Bilingual in Google it, Google. I don't know. I'm trying to find it in this article, but I, I yeah, just I, don't I, really I, know what the. I'm looking for a B. Can I get a B? Can I get an I? N G O. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it's, it's a bilingual yeah. podcast. That's pretty so cool. it kind of goes along with what she wants to do in the future and it's something new, a little, a little fresh. I think it's only three and a half minutes long. Our first episode was. That's really? check it out. Go yeah. So go on we'll to, to the Vedette website or you know, same place you're finding this podcast. Look for Cameron Kelly's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the next thing, uh, page seven. I'll I'll let you. So there is an ISU super fan quiz that. Uh, Sports editor Jake Shimmershine. Yep, put together. So. And this reporters. Is, yep, and reporters. this is made by. There's two questions for me, and the rest are from reporters. But I'm not gonna ask you all ten questions. I'll ask you three. Is that three, four? Well, three. I think that's fair. Yeah, four. I'm gonna ace it. Anywho, might be the only test I pass in midterm week. I felt that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna start off with my favorite question of this of this quiz. Um, well, he's not the first ISU mascot. Reggie Redbeard is the most famous. Hatching prior to a 31-7 win over Western Illinois, Reggie has been an iconic fixture of ISU since since that day. What year did Reggie make his first appearance? I might have told you this yesterday. so I hope You, you did, but I, I did guess 1940s. That's what I thought. That's not, not an option, but that's what I originally so thought. I'm, I'm going to say mine first since you technically already know, right, Fogel? I can't really remember. Know, but you know, I'm, I'm going to say 1956. There's, that, there's that picture, that really scary-looking Reggie on yeah. at homecoming parade. It's 1969, isn't it? No, it's actually 1981. Really? Oh yes, that picture of the the Redbird mascot is from before 1981. There were it wasn't Reggie quite yet. There was different mascots. So what makes what makes Reggie Reggie? I don't know. What there? I read an article from the Vedette from like 2016, and they said that um, 
basically Reg is like a a family tree of mascots, and Reggie's like uh, the next in line. I don't know. Reggie Redbird just you know rolls off the tongue. What in the heck was that mascot then? Or before nineteen eighty? That was like a paper mache. Yeah, that was that was terrifying. We need a short film on that. Just a little like short scary movie. Yeah. All right, my next one. All right, what do you got? How many wins has Dan Miller had on the road the last three seasons? Pretty sure I know this one. Let's hear it, folks. Can't, let, let's go to you first. Six. I believe it's six. It is six. <laughs> that is... Dan Muller is averaging two wins on the road over the past three seasons. It is hard to win on the road three. in the MVC, but yeah, he's that's a, not good enough. He's, even, he's below standard, though. Yeah. It is hard to win on the road in the MVC, but that's just awful. That's a low blow to put that question in there, Sermer. Come on. This was supposed to be fun. But this is this is fun. <laughs> you for know me. Hey, this is the roast session. Alright, give us one uh, more. Anyways, Shout us one more yeah, question. Next, next, next. I'm gonna try to do a hard one. This one's super random. This one's from um Mikey Fornelli. Shout out Mikey. Um, former Redbird NBA player slash coach Doug Collins. He coached Michael Jordan, fun fact. Grew up in Ben. He was next door neighbors with with which famous former Redbird turned famous actor. Can you give us the the options? Oh yeah. Don't you have a paper in front of you? Yeah, no, but right. the view, the yeah, yeah, the, right. the listeners, right? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, correct. Yeah. We kind of messed up on. The, we'll do we'll do this question and do one more with. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Jane Lynch, John Malkovich, Gary Cole, and Gary Sinise. We'll I'm not Jane Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not good with yeah. like actors' names, but I, I'm gonna just throw out. Let's see. You always gotta go C. You always gotta go. C. I'm gonna go with Gary Cole. C. Final answer. John Malkovich. Fogel is correct. I'm pretty sure Fogel also read that from Mikey's email, so. <laughs> That's <laughs> Maybe not fair. Fogel I'm not the best person to take here. this quiz. Hey, I'm just using my resources. I studied. I'm not cheating. You can proctor track me right I'm now. Sure he's not <laughs> cheating. Proctor track me right now. Come at me, ISU. Oh, my God. All right. All right one last one. One, one last one. One, one last one. Most people know that former Redbird Paul DeYoung is the starting shortstop for the St. Louis Cardinals, but who was he drafted by the year before the Cardinals selected him? He was, he was on another team before? No, he was just drafted by someone, then he went back to ISU. So here's your options. Uh, the New York Yankees, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Arizona Diamondbacks of Anaheim, and the Toronto Blue Jays. Let's go Blue Jays. I actually don't know because I don't watch baseball, but I'm going to go Diamondbacks. He was actually drafted by NL Central foe, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, I had no idea. Who, uh, yeah, yeah. Baseball's nice. hard. So he went there, he, he got drafted by them, came back to ISU, and then got picked up by the Cardinals? He never signed with the Pirates, um, so like he was like, I want to say he was like the seven, like in the 17th round or something, or maybe even higher than that. He was like a, a mid, mid, mid-round mid pick. I don't know what I was trying bad, to say. Not bad, not um, bad. Yeah, and then he was good. taken in like, I want to say less than the 10th round by the Cardinals. Maybe he was like even like a fourth round pick. And now he's out of the playoffs, so. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to talk to him soon. Yeah. So I I will be talking to him soon. So be on the lookout connection. for that. Well, that's it for this morning roast session. And actually, I want I want to try something new. I was telling um, Jake Shermershine about this. Um, we want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think about this podcast? Um, what's some <coughs> things you like to hear about? What do you like? What don't you like? What's some coffee to try? What what coffee should we yeah, try? That that's would another be awesome. Thing. Yeah, give us some different things to try. Give me some different challenges, stuff like that. Some like not like obvious places like Dunkin' and Starbucks or like McDonald's. Just different coffee. Yeah, just like, yeah, local, like some different local places, places and, and stuff awesome. like that. Yeah. So go ahead and email me at uh, amgant. So a m g a n t one at ilstu.edu, and or you can message me on you know Twitter and that kind of stuff, or just however you'd like to. Reach out to me, reach out to us about what you think we should do 
Um, anyways, make sure to follow us, on, um, follow the vedette at the underscore vedette on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter, Alex Gant, um, at agant16, and Fogel. At jfogel5, all undercase. Undercase? Lowercase. Lowercase. Good job. It's 8 a.m. Good job, senior. It is. I'm so ready to go to bed, by the way. (laughs) Follow me at Jake Summertime. My last name is spelled S-E-R-M-E-R-S-H-I-M. All right. Have a great Tuesday, guys. Thanks for listening. I said undercase.